Tafyadalad of Tera of Likute Tera. We're starting from Vihine, halfway down the first column, and we're in the middle of a mimer discussing uh, the uh, spiritual meaning of matzah, the matzah before midnight and after midnight, as well as um, as well as the uh, spiritual meaning of Shvisha Pesach. So now we can answer the question we asked earlier in the Maimur that at the Seder we say that the matzah Zoshan Ochlin, that this matzah that we eat is uh, to remember the the, the uh, matzah that uh, that uh, our forefathers ate because the, the dough wouldn't, uh, wouldn't become chametz. Now we're eating this matzah before midnight. And the dough, which couldn't become chametz, because as we explained, that it's of such a great spiritual power that it couldn't uh, be made into, it couldn't become uh, chametz and uh, and uh, evil, ego. That is the matzah after midnight. So how does it work together? So the answer is that the first year of Pesach, that's true, that we could only reach this level, which is totally beyond Chomets, after midnight, after the Vav, which represents revelation of godliness. Uh, only then can we reach this high level of Matzah. But nowadays, because we're after the giving of the term and, and through our term mitzvahs the whole year, so we could uh, reach this uh, this uh, level of matzah uh, uh, where it cannot become chametz even before midnight. That, like we quoted earlier from Zohar, that the it starts off with matzah, but then it becomes mitzvah with an extra vav. And this is the second level of matzah, where it's uh, where the plural of matzah is spelled matzos with a vav instead of matzos with a just a dot of without the vav. And that is uh, through our observance of Torah mitzvahs, which brings down Hashem's light. And that, that's the idea of nigla that Hashem revealed himself to us. And uh, therefore, uh, what the first year could only be accomplished after midnight, uh, midnight being a time of godly revelation. Uh, so now we can do even before. This is the meaning of what we say in that Haggadah, that the matzahs or that this matzah that we eat, I'll show more what does it represent. In other words, the question is that I understand at the time of the uh, re- the liberation from Egypt, so uh, there they didn't have Torah mitzvahs and they were deeply sunken into uh, klippa, into uh, evil, into concealment of godliness. So therefore they were commanded to eat matzah just as a basic uh, preparation for, for them to afterwards uh, receive this revelation of Hashem. But we, we already have Torah mitzvahs. And the when we do a mitzvah, that's a command of Hashem, a command of the king. So that itself uh, engenders a basic yira, basic reverence and kabbalah, so accepting of Hashem's yoke. So what is our matzah before midnight? So it answers that our matzah is to is a. a echoing the matzah that where the, where there was no time to become chametz even though that was uh, after midnight. 
this is the level of the Hanoira where we say that Hashem is and the awesome one that the Vav represents revelation, which that revelation of godliness brings us to recognize and to 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 revere Hashem, to fear Hashem in in a, the Yira law, the high level of Yira. So if so, it comes out that the matzah that we eat has two parts. One, the basic Kabbalah soul, the basic acceptance of Hashem's yoke, like they had in the matzah before midnight the, in the original Egypt. And then two, also the higher level of year or the high level of reverence that comes after revelation of Hashem. So how can we have both together? So the difference between matzah and chametz, they both have the same letters, uh, mem and uh, tzadik. The difference is whether the third letter is a hey or a ches. So in matzah, the third letter is a hey, and chametz, the third letter is a ches. So now the letter hey really is made up of two hey's. If you spell out hey, it's spelled hey, hey. And that's like also, as is explained in Torah um, about in Parshas Chayesar about Hamachpela, Maris Hamachpela, that it's uh, the double letter that that the hay, uh, in the milli of the hay, the what fills up the hay. If you spell it out, is another hay. So in our months, you have two levels of uh, hay, which represents the two levels of Yira. Uh, the one which is malchus, which is the basic acceptance of the yoke, and then keser, which is uh, beyond, uh, which is a revelation of Hashem, beyond Hishalshalus, beyond the regular chain of uh, uh, levels and of worlds. Okay. Hey. So now we've explained about the matzah that we eat on uh, Pesach and especially at the Seder. Now let's go on to explain Shvi Shal Pesach. So the Pasuk says that through eating matzah six days, that's how we get to the seventh day, which is Atzeris, a special holiday. So let's explain what that means. So what's the special, what happened special on Shvisha Pesach, Chris Yamsuk, the splitting of the sea. So what happened is that the Yam, the uh, sea, turns to dry land. So what, is, what do these represent? That dry land is where you can see everything on the dry land. You can see the, the vegetation, you can see the animals, whereas in the sea, everything's covered by the sea. So uh, dry land represents Amdiskalia, the revealed worlds, and then uh, the sea represents Amdiskasya, the hidden worlds, where... Uh, which is beyond us and therefore hidden compared to us down in this physical world. So uh, going uh, up through the through the levels and through the worlds, Malchus of Atzillus can be called both Eretz, the land, dry land, and Yam, the sea. What do we mean? Well, on one hand, it's uh, called Eretz because Malchus is where uh, the is the sphere as the uh, the attribute of Hashem's uh, of godly energy, which descends into the lower worlds in order to uh, create worlds which we are able to relate to uh, the worlds of Biyat. And uh, and even till the physical world, so that all comes out of malchus, which allows for something independent from Hashem, <laughs> and uh, like like it says in Egeres Hakodesh uh, in Simon Chaf in in Tanya that uh, the existence of independent uh, uh, identity, independent existence, it comes from Malchus of Atzilus, which descends into the lower worlds of Biyah, Briyatir and Asiya, uh, and and Malchus, which is the idea of the uh, kingship, rulership, 
allows for an, another because you can't rule over your children. You can only be king over separate people who, and then you can be king over them. So, so Malchus creates a separate uh, uh, existence, separate identity. Whereas the other mitos of Atzillus, the other uh, attributes of Atzillus wouldn't allow for that. There's only Hashem and that's it. Now, uh, the uh, godly energy which Malchus receives comes from the highest spheres and even from Erin from Hashem's unlimited lights. And that can't come down into Biyah because in Atzillus, everything is one with Hashem. Whereas in the lower worlds of Biyah, that, that even if they want to do the right thing, but they're like a separate existence that is listening to Hashem. And therefore, each sphere in the lower worlds is limited. And so when you have the angels, you have Michal with the, uh, approaching Hashem with love and, and Gavriel with reverence, but the, the degree of their love and degree of their reverence is limited. And it's uh, independent somewhat. And uh, the the only way that this uh, can, that the 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 spiritual energy of the sphere of Attilus can come down into Biyah is through Malchus, which another quality of Malchus is that a king is beyond the people. King is always aloof, somewhat removed, and therefore the deeper part of the energy is removed and only the tr- a trace comes down only with the amount that can come into Bia. And uh, that aspect of Malchus, which is removed, that doesn't let the light shine down. It recognizes that the light will be too much. So that is Yam, the sea, and that's the part which is Alma uh, Discussio, that it's hidden from us, it's beyond us. And uh, therefore, Malchus is called both C because uh, the light that Malchus receives is not given out. It's hidden. It's beyond us. And also it's called dry land because it allows for BR to exist. The lower worlds exist. And this is also uh, the idea of the two psukim, Shema and Baruch Shames. In Shema, we're saying Hashem is one and that's it. There's no place for worlds. That's like the higher level where there's only Hashem and that's it. And then the Baruch Shame is, is, uh, is recognizing Hashem's uh, light and how, and, and how Hashem energizes and is the whole vitality and life force of worlds, even once they come into existence. And that's Baruch Shame. Malchus as it comes it down into Biyah, as uh, it explains in the second part of Tanya Shayoch Ben chapter 7, over the page. Now, this is all the regular system of how Shem's light comes down uh, through the chain of worlds in a way of Mamale, that it fills all worlds. So then we have the uh, uh, more intense light, which stays uh, hidden, and that's Alma Discussia, the hidden world, and then a more basic light, which becomes Alma Discussia, the revealed world. And the Ain Safe itself, Hashem's unknown light itself, doesn't come down into Biyah, into the place of uh, limitation, without first being concealed. And that is the normal way. But on Shvish or Pesach, on the seventh day of Pesach, so then Hashem's light, as it is beyond the beyond the chain of worlds, an unlimited godly light, 
Sovid, where all worlds are equal, so it doesn't matter if this world is not the right receptacle for that light. Everything it just surrounds all worlds equally, and that light is uh, is uh, is revealed in in uh, our world. That when there's a revelation of totally beyond of our insight Hashem's unlimited light, that allows Amudiskalia and Amudiskasia to be one. This is the meaning of the pasuk that it says about the splitting of the sea. It says, "Vayel Hashem asiyam baruch kadim," as uh, that Hashem um, uh, made the the um, the uh, sea um, um, move through a strong easterly wind. So this word kadim, the it also means comes from the kadmai neshalaylam before. In other words, that this was a spirit. This was a, a energy from from Hashem, who's the original one. In other words, before Hishalshlos, before the chain of worlds, meaning Erin Sev, Hashem's unlimited light. And when there's a revelation of Kodim, of the level from before, where there's only Hashem, so that allows the sea to become dry land, meaning that Amadiskasya becomes and Amadiskasya are uh, one. That even Amadiskasya is totally revealed down here. And that's the idea of uh, Kriyas Yamsav, of the splitting of the sea. Malchus of Atsilus is where the sea of uh, of Atsilus and especially the sea of Chachma of Atsilus is is uh, contained, and then normally that stays beyond. That's the sea which is uh, beyond beyond being revealed uh, to low worlds. Whereas when there's this revelation of Erin Seif of Kadmona Sholem of the original one, Hashem's unlimited light, so then that Malchus can now be revealed in the lower worlds, which the place of which we normally called dry land and to understand this further based on the, the Zayar's discussion of Echad versus Va'ed the first Pasuk of Shema ends with Echad that Hashem is one and then the second Pasuk ends with Va'ed which represents a, a lower unity a unity within uh, recognizing uh, other but even there Hashem is one so the, the difference between Echad and Bad is like the difference between the sea and dry land. So in Bereshis, it says that the Hashem says, let all the water gather to Yikava Maimel Makamech of the water should all gather to one place. So, and this is explained to mean the place of oneness, which is where everything is still one, where there's still only Hashem, and that's Malchus of Atzillus before it comes down into the lower worlds. Because for Hashem himself, we wouldn't even say Echad. We would say Yochid. He's the only one. When you say Echad, well, that's one where you can count. One, two, three. So when do we say Echad? Only where we're saying even what appears to be separate is really there's, there's only Hashem Echad. There's only one Hashem. Then void is even a lower lo- level when we come da- go down into uh, beyond to a place where there's uh, uh, everything um, proclaims its own existence, its own identity, separate from Hashem. Or even if they're what they're Kabbalah soul, they accept Hashem's yoke, but it's a separate being that accepts Hashem's yoke. Uh, so in Amadiskasya, that's the level of Echad of one. Amadiskasya, the real world, that's the level of Vod. And Hashem himself is Yachid. 
Now it says about Torah that Torah also brings uh, brings us to this level, this recognition of Yahweh that Hashem is the only one, and that's why Torah is called Mashiach and Moni, the uh, the metaphor, the parable of the original one. So again, it's connecting us with the original one where there's only Hashem. Hashem is Yachid, Hashem is alone. At Kriyas Yamsav as well, it, it mentions Kodim, the same word uh, like like it says about Torah, Mashiach and Moni. That's because there too there's this revel- there was this revelation of Hashem's unlimited light from beyond, and that made everything equal, that even in this physical world we recognize we recognize that there's only Hashem. Uh, to have Yechudah La, the higher union, where there's only Hashem and Yechudah Tata, where even in the space of Ava, we still recognize that that the that everything is Hashem, that now they can come together, uh, that there's uh, that, that even in this lower place, Yechudah Tata, there's, there's Yechudah La. And this is uh, why uh, the people of Yerichai, so the mission the describes um, in Psachim, that they would... Um, say Shema, and they wouldn't say Baruch Shem, they would go straight to Vahafta. Why? Because they didn't want to uh, the lower level of uh, oneness of Hashem, where we say Vayed, they wanted the higher level of oneness, where we actually say Echad, Hashem is one, and that's it. And and therefore they didn't want to interrupt with Baruch Shem, which recognized that even in this world where we appear to be our own existence, even there we're declaring Hashem is one. Uh, and therefore they had very good intentions, but the Allah is still not like them because, yes, at special times like Kriyas, the time of Kriyas Yamsa, the splitting of the sea, there was this revelation of how even in this space there's only Hashem, but that's not where the level that we can normally reach. We have to, in order to recognize Hashem's oneness, we have to go through Baruch Shem, where, where, which recognizes even in this place of other, even there, there's oneness. And therefore, we do say Baruch Hashem. However, after Shema, and the, the third paragraph of Shema Vayoma talks about Yitzhiya Simitzrayim, the Exodus, and it ends off with Ani Hashem Lekeichem, that I am Hashem, your God, who took you out of Egypt. So then, and so the, the, where we so we say, I am Hashem, your God, in other words, that that there's a union of Havaya, which is Hashem beyond nature and beyond the Biyah with the Lekechem, your God, Hashem, as he is, comes down into the lower worlds, into Biyah. So that union uh, can, is, that union can only happen, it happens um, with, through Kriyas Yamsuf that brings them together. And that's why after we say Ani Hashem that's when we mention Kriyas Yamsuf in the blessing after Shema and Emes V'yatsif. But in general, we have to go, we have to recognize where we are. We're in a place of where everything appears to be other. And even there, recognize that Hashem is one. And that's why we say Baruch Shem uh, after Shema. Vav. Now, based on this, we can explain the Pasuk that it, it says to eat matzah for six days and then the seventh day will be Yom Tov. So the seventh day of Pesach, that's uh, where there was this splitting of the sea. And that's why it's the seventh, because the seventh is the seventh sphere of Malchus, starting with uh, Chesed as the kindness is the first uh, sphere. And uh, over to the uh, fourth column of uh, Yudalad. And uh, so there was th- through uh, this Ruach Kodim, this easterly wind, or like we explained that Kodim means the, the spirit from the original one, meaning Aaron Saif, Hashem's unlimited light beyond his Shalshalos. 
So that descends all the way to Malchus. Like we say in Lechadaydi, that Meirej Mekedem Nesucha Sev Maase Machshava Tchila, that from the very beginning it was ordained last in action, first in thought. So this, this implies that the highest level first in thought is going down and the one which was ordained first going down into the last in action or instead of coming down into Malchus. But this can only happen through first eating matzah for six days. We explained that uh, eating matzah is bringing down revelation of Hashem from beyond the chain of worlds, which is the idea of jumping. That's why Pesach is Passover, to jump from beyond, not in the regular order of levels, not within Ishalshalos. And uh, when there's a revelation of Hashem from such high level, it's impossible to become Chometz. So when we eat matzah for six days, we bring down Sever, Hashem's surrounding light beyond worlds, and we do that in all six days, meaning in all six uh, middays, uh, the six uh, emotional attributes from chesed, uh, which is loving kindness, until you sowed, which is bonding. And then on the seven, then through that, through uh, bringing in this uh, light from beyond into all six spheres, so then the seventh day, which is malchus, is is able to be uh, uh, to be revealed in the lower worlds that the sea is able to uh, to to become dry land. Now it's true that the seventh day is beyond the six because the six is bringing yes it's bringing us save of the light from beyond into the middas but so shall save calm him surrounding all worlds it still has a relationship with worlds whereas ruach god in this uh, spirit from before the original from the original that is earned safe which is beyond even being saved beyond even surrounding worlds but still, that it, we can only receive this uh, uh, godly energy from totally from beyond, even beyond savor, beyond surrounding worlds. Through, we can only receive that through our efforts in the six days of bringing down savor. Uh, and uh, then we reach the seventh day, which is be, beyond uh, what our efforts can can achieve. And that, that's why in the seventh day it says, "Va'atim tacharishin, you be silent." Uh, but though it's beyond, it only comes through our effort, like it says, that we have to open, Pischali, we open for Hashem, even like the the uh, uh, hole in the uh, uh, head of the needle, and then Hashem opens as big as the uh, the uh, the uh, opening, the uh, uh, massive doors of the ulam, of the uh, hall, uh, uh, like a hall of, uh, of the base of Migdash or a palace. Now, based on this, we can understand why it says about Shvisha Pesach that it's Atzeres Lashem Lekecha. It's a special uh, ho- uh, holiday for Hashem, uh, and this is uh, so. It says Hashem Lekecha. Hashem is the name of Hashem beyond His shalshos, beyond the chain of worlds, uh, which is uh, Yichud Allah, the high level of unity, oneness of Hashem. And then it says, Elei Kecha, your God, which is Hashem as he, as he enlivens uh, the worlds, the worlds of Biyah, 
which is uh, so so we've come bring together uh the sea which is connected to the name Havaya and and dry land uh which is connected to the name Elikim in other words where Hashem's where Hashem's presence uh, smothers, smothers everything in, into one and all you see is a sea versus dry land where everything appears separate so on Shvish or Pesach there's a revelation beyond both of these two levels that and that brings them together and that's also the meaning of atzeres. That atzeres is when when it sort of uh, takes in uh, both levels and brings brings them together. Uh, so atzeres comes from the word uh, to absorb, and atzeres also means like to squeeze together. Uh, and that's what happened practically at the splitting of the sea, that the water was sort of squeezed together in to make it solid. Um, and But what it means spiritually is bringing together Havaya and Elikecha, bringing together Hashem as he is beyond Ishashalos, beyond the chain of worlds, and Hashem within worlds. Now, we've been explaining that Shisha Pesach is seventh, and it comes after six days, this, which is the six spheres. But in terms of Sirius Omer, the calculation works out differently because Sirius Omer, we start counting from the second day of Pesach. And therefore, Shvisha Pesach is only day six, not day seven. So, and therefore, it's only Yisod, not Malchus. So the difference is that Sirius Omer, when we count each day, that is based on what we achieve from below to above, us trying to elevate towards Hashem. Whereas if we count from, uh, in terms of what Hashem reveals to us, that starts from the first day of Pesach. And, uh, and, and therefore, based on Hamshacha bringing down from above to below, then Shishal Pesach will be the seventh day. With Pesach, the main thing is the Hamshacha bring down from Hashem because we weren't quite ready. We were at the lowest level of impurity and Hashem revealed himself to us. And therefore the main count is the count uh, from the first day of Pesach. Whereas on Shavuos, which comes after our effort for 49 days, so then the main count is the, the count of Sirius Omer, which is where we elevate towards Hashem, Halal, us elevating and therefore in terms of Shavuos, the main count is from the second day of Pesach. Okay. Either way, uh, so, uh, so either way, now we, we, we've explained why through the six days of Matzah, we were able to reach Shvisha Pesach. Now, what about the first year? The original Pesach, they only had Matzah for one day, and that's because they had this spiritual support of Moshe and Aaron and the, the clouds of glory, and therefore they were able to uh, to uh, reach Shvisha uh, Pesach, this revelation of totally beyond, through only a little bit of their effort, only the one day of no chametz. Whereas on the other hand, now we have to eat matzah for six days in order to get to Shvisha Pesach. Now, uh, going back to explaining why, why is it that with Shvisha Pesach it says Atzeres Lashem, it's a special holiday for Hashem, whereas with Shmini Atzeres, or Shavuos, it says it's Atzeres Lachem, it's a holiday for you. Why here doesn't it say for you? So we can answer this question through first, if we first explain why we don't say full halal on Pesach, except for the first day or out of Eretz Yisrael, the first two days. So whereas with uh, Sukkot, we say halal throughout the whole Sukkot. The same with uh, Shavuos. 
So what is the idea of Hallel? When there's a lot of joy, when we're in a very happy uh, state, then we say Hallel, which is praising Hashem on, on uh, how kind he has been to us and revealing, revealing his presence to us. Halo also comes from the word to shine, like behiloneire, when the lamp is shining. And these two things go together, that when Hashem's presence is revealed, when Hashem's presence is manifest, so then we're in a state of joy and we praise Hashem. And then we say the whole halo with the blessing. We, we've just been explaining it is a day of great revelation of Hashem. So then it should be a day that we specifically do say halo, the full halo, because when we say only half halo, that's only a minig, whereas uh, only full halo, that's the real halo. And that's when everyone agrees that we say a bracha. And like when half halo, it's a debate, different minhagim, whether or not to say a bracha. So the answer is that when we when we were leaving Egypt, so we hadn't yet received the Torah, and we were in a state of smallness over onto Tesvav, and about and about us at that time, we could use the phrase from the Pasuk, that the um, Jewish people are nar, they're young, and Hashem loves them. Uh, so, yes, there were great miracles and uh, a great revel- revelation of, a, of Hashem, a very high level of revelation, but it didn't quite hit home with us because um, it, didn't, it wasn't revealed in a way that we could take it in because we were still in a state of uh, smallness. In other words, the level of the revelation was very high. The, the, it was a very deep revelation, uh, revelation of Hashem. But the degree to which we took in that revelation was uh, limited. And, and therefore, uh, therefore we don't, that's why we don't say for halal. This is like the difference between the love of, uh, of uh, the parents to uh, their child that when the child is young, so then the that you see very strongly the uh, the love that the, you know the, the the parents kiss and hug the child and carry the child, but uh, the child <coughs> uh, you, you cannot you can only show your love through small things because you can't talk and express it. In, in words and therefore it's just small things you can you can you can show your love only through uh kissing or uh through give, you know when he's a bit older giving him a, a, a treat to eat but then as the child uh, grows up so then it's not so much the uh the uh, it's not as revealed it, but on the other hand, it's in a deeper way that you can give over an idea, you can discuss concepts, you can provide all the varied needs of the child as the child grows up. And so that you're, you're giving in a way something a lot deeper, but on the other hand, you don't see the love on the, uh, uh, the, the you don't see the love as much. So at Yetzirah Mitzrayim, at the Exodus, we were young. So, yes, there was a great love, but it could only express itself in small ways, and therefore we don't complete the halal. Still, on the first day, or, or out of Eretz Yisrael, on the first days of Yom Tov, we do complete the halal, and that's because that was something so special happened that we, we were liberated from Egypt and similarly liberated from the spiritual constraints. Mitzrayim is from the word Mitzrayim, constraints. So, therefore, we say halal. 
uh, and uh, that's something so so special that we say hello. Uh, but in general, Pesach is a time where there can only be a, we can only take in the revelation in a small way. On the other hand, on Sukkot, which is after we receive the Torah, so then we're able to uh, take in more, and therefore the love can be expressed in in more elaborate ways, like a like an adult child, and therefore we complete the hello. So based on this, we also understand why Shemini Atzeres, about Shemini Atzeres, it says that it's an Atzeres Lachem. It's a holiday for you, meaning for us that we can take in that revelation of Hashem. Whereas on Shri Shal Pesach, yes, it's a great revelation, but it's only Lashem, it's for Hashem, because it's not really for us. We can't take it in. It's beyond us uh, because we haven't yet received the Torah. That's why Shavuos is called Atzeres. That's the name of uh, of uh, Shavuos in in uh, Mishnah and Gemara, and that's also why the Gemara says that, that even though there's debate whether you always there's uh, two purposes of Yom Tov for Hashem and for us, and even though there's a debate about other Yomim Tovim, whether you must have uh, the you, you must enjoy yourself or can you fulfill the the intent of the Yom Tov through only spiritual connection, but the Gemara says that everyone agrees that on Shavuos there needs to be Lachem, and that's because because Shavuos is the time where we receive the Torah, and now Lachem, we can take it in uh, to ourselves. And uh, there's a Medrash which says that just as Shavuos is 50 days after Pesach, so to Shemini Atzeres should have been also 50 days after Sukkot. So we see that uh, Shavuos is uh, an Atzeres to Pesach in a similar way to Shemini Atzeres is the Atzeres after Sukkot. And that's because with Pesach, the revelation wasn't yet absorbed properly until Shavuos, where then it was absorbed in a way of Lochem that we, it was actually taken in properly. And um, so Hallel, uh, the Ramaz explains that uh, Hallel is about um, about uh, shining into Malchus, and the word Hallel is the numerical value of 65, like Hashem's name Adnai, which is the name of Hashem connected to Malchus. And uh, therefore, because it didn't, it, we didn't take it in until Shavuos, therefore we don't say full Hallel until Shavuos. Hallel is like where Malchus is not just at the bottom of the spheres, but a complete form, which is at equal level to the spheres, parts of Shalem, complete form, or as uh, the other, fem- or, or uh, the Hallel, for Hallel is also like Bina, which is the higher feminine sphere, the Malchus and Bina, both feminine spheres, or uh, like the moon when the moon is complete, whereas uh, half Hallel is like Malchus below the spheres, or like m- m- or or only like Malchus, uh, not Bina, or like the moon when you only have a uh, sliver of the moon. And uh, this is this this all shows us that on Pesach, yes, there's a great revelation, but it's not taken in. Malchus is about how it's received in such a in such a deep way, and therefore we only say. Half halal. This concludes the Maimon. We've explained uh, two levels of matzah, the beginning of Pesach, and uh, then also the matzah throughout Pesach and how that brings us to Shvi Shel Pesach, which is an amazing revelation, but still not taken in fully until Shavuos when we've received the Torah.